Welcome to the Queer Body Podcast, where we are redefining the edges of identity and healing with your host, Dr. Laura Polak, a somatic healer and chiropractor. Let's join the podcast. Welcome to the Queer Body. We are looking for more subscribers, so please hit the subscribe button. We would love to have you know when all our new releases are. And today I have the great pleasure of speaking to Luke. Luke, would you introduce yourself to our audience? Absolutely. Thank you for having me on your podcast, Laura. My name is Luke Lintot. I'm a lifestyle consultant. I coach Seekers of Healing to Get Healthy and Loved within six months. I'm based in San Diego, California. I am queer. I'm here for you. And it's such an honor to be on your podcast. I was just telling Laura earlier today, my clients and I did a hypnosis on emotional eating. And really, my my programs work on reprogramming your body and your mind, and with a huge emphasis on inclusivity. So thank you so much for having me. Oh, so delighted to have you, Luke. All right, so you identify as queer. What does queer mean to you? To me, queer means that you are out of the norm. It means that you are being true to who you are. For me personally, that is being, I am identify as bisexual. I've had relationships with both, both men and with women and people of different genders. And for other people, it means dating only the opposite, only the same gender. And so for every single one of us, it is different. I think of queer as the most inclusive identity because it shifts based off of your personal experience. And it is more unique to you since every single one of us has our own definition of queer. And for me, it's all about getting in touch with that unique child within me. I I have a background as a child. I was a childhood actor and a gymnast. And Mm -hmm. I really love and embrace my inner child through my queer identity, through the work that I do now and shining as a light to queer youth, to queer mentors, coaches out there, my clients and beyond. And I think I wouldn't. So I went through a dark time in my life where I did not love my queerness. And I tried Mm -hmm. to hide it. I tried to Mm -hmm. blend in with mainstream America, which is the culture that I'm a part of living here in California. Now I would have it absolutely no other way. I absolutely love who I am. I love being unique. And the beautiful thing is, Laura, those things that make you unique and that make you, you are what magnetize more people that just want you to be you, that wants you to reach your goals, whether it is fitness, whether it is in your personal life and beyond. So I love my queerness. And so I flaunt it every day. I post so many amazing things that are really unique to me. Thank you for sharing that, Luke. I would love to dive a little bit deeper about bisexuality because even back in my day, and I think there is a little age difference if you're willing to share your age. I'm 53. How old are you? I'm 34. Okay. So back in my day, there was a lot of pressure. I came out originally as bi. And then I went to queer and, you know, pretty much only with women. But back in the day, they said, by now, uh, gay later. Like there was this stigmatism about like bisexuality is just a passing phase. You're not truly a part of the LGBTQ movement. It's just a phase. You're going to figure yourself out. So can you tell us a little bit more your experiences of being a bisexual man? Like how has the world treated you? Absolutely. So the first process was coming out to myself. So mm. I would I dated a, a female for nearly nine years. I'd never explored 
dating or being with the same gender Mm -hmm. and come to find out my narrative is really common, right? Because a lot of the times if we can, in some sense, swing both ways, it's more likely that you, a lot of the times that you will swing towards the mainstream, the non-queer way, which is definitely how it was for me. I never explored my sexuality till later in my 20s. And so there's there's this there's this community of people out there that have ex- experienced this now, of course. And for me personally, like, yes, absolutely. I remember I experienced something called the double closet, which many bisexuals out there know that when we are in heteronormative environments, we're sometimes pressured to act like we're straight. And then when we're in environments where the norm is to be gay, we're kind of pressured to be gay, right? Sometimes, you know, my own experience, I had experienced you know, backhanded rejection in both communities, right? And right. so at a certain point, at a certain point for me, I really I really had to go inward and do that inner work and really love myself. One of my affirmations, Laura, is I'm attracted to men and women and I choose to believe my sexual fluidity is beautiful. Now I truly believe it is, but yeah. trust me, in the beginning, I did not. And, yeah. and now really yes it's absolutely still i think it really does depend on your age and where you are in the in the world but it really is something that gives me so much strength especially as a coach and a healer seeing both sides right and also having i have that duality of being both feminine and masculine as does everyone right right and it really i think we're starting to really shift how we look at sexuality as rather than something that is black or white gay or straight as really a spectrum Right. And so I want you, I want everyone out there, especially in the United States, which is a very binary country, right? We, we, binaries are actually created out of trauma, right? The, the having to make the decision to pick this side or the other. I know for me personally, also, Laura, I'm white and I'm Native American and I identify as both white Native American. I'm a a descendant of the Confederated tribes up in Washington, but most of my family's history, you had to pick a side. You had to say you're either white or you're Native American, right? Right. Now we're in this beautiful time where you can be queer. You can be exactly who you are, especially if it's unique to you, especially even if it doesn't vibe with everyone else, as it never will. It's so important to be exactly who you are. And I really appreciate you talking a little bit about the double closet, because I think it's really true. Like if you are with a woman, then why not just call yourself straight? Or if you're with a man, why not just call yourself gay? And there's a real um, education that needs to happen in our communities, both in the heterosexual communities and in this podcast, in the queer community, of that, no, I am bisexual all the time, regardless of who I'm with. So I really appreciate you bringing that up and talking about owning yourself and who, who you are, and also about this, what I like to call polarity culture that got really magnified during COVID. Because people are like, you're either this or you're either that. You're either, you know, and so being two different cultures, Native American and white, is that what the term you use? Yes, yes. Um, Having to pick when you're in communities or just saying, no, this is all of me and here's the terms I'm bringing and I get to be all of me at this point in time is just, it's almost a radical act. People really want to know, no, am I calling you he or him? Am I calling you Z or Zay? They or they? It gets so confusing that people just want to reduce it. Yeah. And I think the most beautiful thing is when you, when you are true to who you really are and you don't have to pick a side. I know for me, I think of my baby niece I just went and visited in Santa Cruz and how I'm just shining as a light to the young people out there, everyone out there, including the elderly people out there that grew up in a very different time 
where it wasn't even in some in some sense legal to, of course, get married and even beyond that. Um, and I even have men in other countries contact me who live in countries where currently it is punishable by death to be gay. So I think like, and you know, and I and my heart goes out to these these individuals who are living in these societies where you can't necessarily be out like we are here. Being out is such a beautiful privilege that we have here in the United States. And so I'm just excited to spread that love to everyone. And I want everyone out there to know you are loved and you are perfect exactly how you are. We're just, as a coach, personally, like I'm just about chiseling and bringing out that perfection that's already within you now. So let, let's dive into that a little bit. You have a master's in counseling, is that correct? Absolutely, yes. And you decided to go from counseling to coaching, fitness trainer, yoga trainer. Why did you not just stick with counseling? Yeah, so I would I would reframe it and say like, I definitely got my master's and I still use my counseling now as a lifestyle consultant. Mm. And of course, I worked in the schools for about eight years. I taught my fourth graders yoga every week. I taught my high schoolers yoga every week. And I absolutely love that work. And my my many of my students are still, of course, in contact with me. Now I've shifted gears and am really doing this amazing work to have an even bigger impact. And uh, the, the fact of the matter is like I can have a huge impact in a school and still transform lives. But here in this online space, I can get in touch with so many more people and also go even deeper into the fitness, the manifestations, the self-love, which is the foundation to everything, right? Um, and, and in my own experience working with, with youth, and so I, I have my master's in school counseling, um, I couldn't help but notice that, you know, the increasing rates of suicide that we have, the increasing rates of anxiety and depression. It's coming to the right. point uh, that we really have to take a step back and really, for me personally, like really look and see like, oh my God, like how are we, how are we as a society treating our bodies? How are we treating our minds? Is more better? And really, really, so through, through my programs, we really go deeply, deep into healing and really curing the, all the issues that you may be facing and also coming to this place of centeredness, relaxation, calm. And it manifests in your body in different ways. Like I, I post a lot in my own Instagram and Facebook about my own journey, right? Like when I was not out, when I was not queer, when I did not love it and embrace myself, it manifested in, in, in me and my skin and also in gaining more weight and being uncomfortable speaking and living my truth. And, and you really will see that manifest a lot of times and personally in me with insomnia, with anxiety, with depression. And now since I've gotten into this fitness and this mindset coaching, that's really when the change happened. So I offer that to other people because there's no reason for you to go down that pathway go and go and live your life without living your best life, right? Without addressing those issues to attract exactly what you want. I appreciate all of that. And as a counselor, you already kind of touched in on on this idea about suicide, anxiety, depression increasing. And I want to be really careful with the fitness piece and with the coaching piece. Like sometimes I call it putting lipstick on a pig. People will be like, hey, I feel great. Everything's going to be great. It's wonderful. Things are like these affirmations that are not honoring of what's actually truly happening for people. So I want to kind of delve a little bit deeper with you and be like, yeah, we also have to acknowledge 
where we're living in really hard times where particularly through COVID, people weren't able to pay their bills. Um, things are stressful. People died, particularly in people of color's community. Um, and our queer trans youth have a much higher suicide rate. Like, how do we also sit with the really hard things and also have the affirmations? That's a really good question, Laura. So a big thing about your emotions is that, of course, your emotions are the basis for everything. And a lot of the times, especially in our society, where sometimes we are toxically positive, we think that it's a good idea to suppress the bad emotions, right? To act like it ain't happening, right? And and right. post only the smiles, post the good times, all that great stuff, and not discuss the challenging things. And so I invite, so anyone out there, if you are struggling with these issues, I invite you just to breathe in and breathe out and experience those emotions and talk to them, talk about those emotions and, and what's going on inside with someone. And if you do not have anyone to talk to, grab a pen and paper and write it down. And also like going back to the, the mindset work, like you mentioned, the affirmations, of course, the affirmations don't work if you don't believe in them. The affirmations are not going to be effective if, if we're not really planting them into your mind and into your brain and, and living and embodying them, right? And so that's why it's important right. as opposed to just saying like, I am beautiful or I am, I am healing or these very simple generic affirmations to really base these beliefs that you're creating off of what challenges, what what limiting beliefs that you are facing as an individual, right? Um, like going, going back to my own earlier, like mentioning how I did not like my sexuality when I first addressed these, these challenges. And then I had to, I shifted it to, I choose to believe my sexual fluidity is beautiful. Notice I did not say, I believe my sexual fluidity is beautiful. Because that would be a complete lie. Mm -hmm. That would be BS, right? Mm -hmm. So option to add, mm -hmm. like, I'm excited. I choose to. I, I, or I'm, I'm looking forward to when. And so, like, really it has to be believable, concise, and true to who you are. And then also that's why it's so hugely valuable that you go see a therapist, go work with a coach, go listen to this podcast. Even right now you're connecting with positive sources. And also consider where you're putting your focus. So like you were saying, like we have all these really challenging things that are happening on the daily, right? And it's more and more and more, right? And so like consider what, what you focus on is growing. So I invite you to really focus on the good things going on, like following us. And then also, if you are brought down by the news or by challenging things that are happening, maybe even take a little detox from the news, a detox from social media, whatever you need in order to cleanse, get into nature. So you, yeah, you brought some, up some really good points, but we all start at different levels. Mm -hmm. But just because you're starting, you're starting and you've had these really hard things happen, doesn't mean there's still hope. So going deeper into positive affirmations, it's important that these affirmations address those limiting beliefs and that they are believable to you. Because if you do not believe you're limiting, you're, you do not believe your affirmations, they will not be placed into your subconscious mind and they will not become your new beliefs since you become what you believe, not what you want. And so, yes, there are all, the, I, there are all these hard things that have happened. Like I wanted to honor and, and really express like it is true that we are going through challenging times in so many ways. However, I invite you 
to also focus on all the amazing things going on. Like Laura and I connecting right now from hundreds of miles away, you and I connecting from who knows, thousands of miles away, and so many other things. Nature has been healing. I actually went to Venice last year. You can see the fish in Venice for the first time in probably four decades. This is, these are some amazing things going on. So it's all about what you focus on since what you focus on grows. So, so I invite you yeah, once again, like grab that pen and paper and journal. If you don't have anyone to talk to reach out for help. Awesome. No one of us did this alone. So thank you for I'm that, for you. Luke. I really appreciate that. Um, I will just add in there in my 20 years of experience, I, I really find that sometimes just honoring that things suck is also okay. So um, I have a wonderful story and I will call this person Juanita. I had a person come into my office who was an elder and we had been really working with the positive thoughts and having her understand that she was going to heal. Her body is healing. She's getting stronger. She can walk stronger. She can move better. And then she went to the Western medical establishments and they said, you're old you're getting older, you need a walker, you're never going to walk normally. And so I just looked at her and I said, Juanita, you're right, you're old, you're never going to get better. It's always going to be with a walker. And she looked at me and said, who the hell do you think you are? <laughs> and it was just <laughs> such a profound moment for me that sometimes just acknowledging the bullshit that we're playing in our own heads outside of our heads and having somebody reflect back to us that no, that's not in fact true. That it's just a cultural story that we're buying into that we don't have to hold for ourselves. And and similarly with the bisexual story or the queer story for myself that we are all swimming in this culture, which is my next question that I ask everybody, that that kind of dominates what we think about things. And so I think it's really human for a lot of us to um, be steeped in this Western mindset or the cultural mindset of whatever culture is dominant for us, that sometimes we believe things because our culture is saying, you can't be bisexual, you should just be with women if you have a choice. You can't be queer, you should just be with men because that's what the culture says. In my practice, an alternative style of chiropractor without taking insurance, because insurance is really important. There's all of these cultural stipulations about who we have to be that I want to honor. It's not always easy to break those. And sometimes we just have to kind of sit with a cultural assumption before we can break through it. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So going deeper into that, mm -hmm. I I want to honor that and say like, absolutely. Like some, it is really important to just honor that feeling and just notice where you feel it in your body. Sometimes I'll feel it in my chest. I'll feel it in my head. And that's really just a signal to, to just honor it and know that it's not you. It's the feeling, it's that emotion, that pressure. You are not your ego. You are not your emotions. These things come and go. So a big thing for me personally that's helped a lot is really thinking of these emotions and these feelings as kind of like a visitor, mm -hmm. right? So when we're feeling like a type of way about who we are at our core, especially something like sexuality or, or maybe, maybe your career choice, whatever it is, just know that it's coming and that it's going. And then it depends on what society and what quote unquote norm you're clinging to, right? Right. So if I'm clinging to the norm 
of mainstream America, absolutely. I'm, I would feel ousted as a bisexual and even the work I do in lifestyle consulting and what have you. However, if I'm clinging to the norm of the queer community, which we have right here right now, I feel like I'm, I'm embraced, I'm beautiful, I'm perfect, right? Mm-hmm. So I've, I think it really depends what you let into your sphere. And so that's a big thing too, is who you're connecting with. And sometimes we got to connect with people that we do, that do not agree with us, right? We all know that happens. Right, absolutely. Sometimes it is friends, family, and that's where those beautiful boundaries come into play and, and that mindset work and prioritizing yourself too whatever pathway it is, whatever modality that works for you. Yeah, and, and like you said, like speaking it out, reaching out for help and and yeah, know that you are not alone and there is hope and things are coming, getting better by the day. So you also have a business as a fitness coach and talk about a cultural matrix that uh, there's so much body shaming and so much like, you know, for gay men, you have to have a certain look. For women, you have to have a certain look. There's so much BS out there about what we're, and I'm going to say a dirty word here, should be. And you know, there are no shoulds. So how do you help people embrace who they are now and help them become more physical? A fitness coach is a very loaded thing for many, many people. Yeah, this is an amazing question as well. So for me personally, being true to who I am started with posting pictures with no filter, being real and raw, knowing that I I am beautifully perfect exactly how I am. And I offer that to all of my clients at all sizes, at all mindsets. Like you were saying, if you're in a dark place and you're a light place, when we come from the three-dimensional world that we are all in right now listening to this podcast and go to 5D, we are all equals. Mm -hmm. We are all spirits. We are immortal spirits. This physical body that I'm in, I'm only in this body for a couple of decades. No matter how beautiful it is, no matter how famous I am, how much money I have, that is just three-dimensional. So really when we go to the, to the 5D and, and we really embrace ourselves in all physical sizes and all looks, that's really when that change happens, when it's a change at the soul level. And so really really going deeper out I, I don't know i know i'm circling around this a lot but i but it's important to really see yourself as more than your body you are more than your body you're more than your looks you're more than your sexuality mm-hmm. and so when you really see that that's when really my my clients have had fantastic success in increasing that self-love because anything that you reflect out you will get right back right right so when i when i reflect out that self-love i'm gonna get that love back and I will be magnetizing more of the people that love me for me and then repelling the people that don't vibe with me. And so it's so beautiful when you can really do that and stand true in your power. And you see that result in so many more ways than one. And going back to being a fitness coach and really chiseling your body, whatever that means to you, maybe for me, it's gaining muscle, right? For some people, it is releasing weight. For some people, it's just being comfortable and feeling good inside, okay? Okay. So really like embracing your journey and your process and loving yourself at all stages is the key to, to focusing on who you are becoming and getting to that best, that highest self, whatever it is, and not staying attached to who you may be now. 
So that's really why, why the mind and the body go hand in hand, because this is a very spiritual process, tapping into your healthiest self inside and out. I totally get that. And I do have a ton of people in my life who are, you know, let's say 300 pounds or over. And when you are a larger human, and in my world, we just say fat with pride, and I'm not considered fat, but in my community of people who embrace that term, like we re-embraced queer, um, you know, it, you are walking around with people looking at you saying you shouldn't be wearing that, you shouldn't be doing this, you are ugly, and you hear it all day long. It's very difficult to go, hey, I want to go to this fitness trainer who's going to tell me I'm 5D, I should look out. Like, dude, people are telling me I'm ugly all day long. What do I do with that? So I would consider like who you're following. So if people are telling you're ugly all day long, like I, if someone be saying that to me, that's a really good sign that we need to have some boundaries with that person. And, and also like consider who you're following, right? So I would invite you to follow the, like the, why won't you date me podcast? Go listen to that podcast. Listen to Lizzo. There's so many. No, I just mean on the bus, Luke. Like, I mean, out in this cultural matrix question, like in our society, not like, like, let's say I have the coolest friends in the world, the coolest coach in the world. I surround myself with good people and I still walk out the door and get shamed. What do we do? How do I set boundaries with, with that person who's just ignorant? So with someone who's ignorant, with someone who there's no way to avoid them, like you said, they're on the bus, just breathe in and breathe out. And then that's where I would invite you to come back to that, those beliefs that you have about yourself and visualize having some sort of barrier with that person, with that energy so that it doesn't enter your soul, right? It can come and it can bounce off. Mm. And then also going back to like connecting and, and doing that inner work on your own. And it's that much more important for when you do run into those comments and, and people for me personally, Laura, like maybe I'll see it in like a negative comment. Maybe I'll see it in a backhanded thing that someone says to me. Mm -hmm. But really, as opposed to focusing on those things, focusing on all the, the good things going on and also connecting with people that love you for exactly who you are. So what you're saying is you just let those ones slide and you look at the, the tulips instead of the the haters. Like you go, hey, let's find the beauty in this moment. Let's find the peace. Let's find our breath. Let's reconnect to ourselves and not focus on the part that's hurting at the moment. So there's two pathways. You're okay. bringing up really good points. There's the pathway of, yes, it is, it is in a sense higher for you to not even engage, mm -hmm. right? Like if I'm getting all these comments and I get some nasty comments at the end, whatever, what have you, a lot of times it ain't even worth my breath to type back to that person if they are saying something like you're ugly or you're this or that. Right. Okay. That's, that's the one path. It's not worth my time and energy. And I just create that spiritual barrier. Number two, if it is making you feel a type of way, it's important to confront the Panther, right? It's kind of like you have a Panther in your living room and as opposed to jumping around it, bring up to that person, Hey, I am beautiful. I do not appreciate what you said. So using I statements, because you're taking ownership, they can't take away how you feel. And the thing is, so if that person or that commenter, whatever, because a lot of things are virtual now, types back and they still they still are throwing you shame, that's actually a sign that we that it would be good to separate yourself from that person and not take it any further. Since sometimes people just do want to fight 
in order to fight. Like it makes them feel happier or they might, they may never, they're not ready to transform there. So we have, we have the, de- we have what, what's called the devil state, the tower state and the star state, right? Some people are in that lower state, whatever the name is for it. Mm-hmm. And they actively do not want to open their mind to these amazing, beautiful ways of talking and thinking like we were just talking about going 3d to 5d. If you're wasting all of your energy on people who are in the devil state, Unfortunately, you won't make it up to the tower and the stars, right? Because you're going to be worrying about all these other people. So at a certain point, we got to break free, speak your truth, and then also move up. And I know personally, and I don't know how to feel, Lord, but personally for me, working on myself and also shifting who I'm focusing on and what I'm focusing on has really made the difference in my life and in my body, right? Mm-hmm. And taking care of the most valuable thing I have. And I, I love this idea of confronting the blank, Black Panther. That's beautiful. That's a really nicely stated thing. Appreciate that. You got to confront it. And I appreciate going to the soul state on end to the global soul state. Those are all things I work with as well. And I think it's also important to build resilience. And we build resilience as a community. We build resilience as uh, individuals by confronting the panther. So I appreciate you uh, looking at both sides. Thank you so much for that. Absolutely. I wonder if there's anything else that we haven't touched on about the fitness part of your practice that you'd like to speak to, because we've been kind of weaving through all of these ideas about soul and, and beauty and focusing. But what about like just the, hey, I lift up weights? Like what, what do you do as a personal trainer? Yeah. So as a personal trainer and a yoga teacher, I work with people from all walks of life. I have clients in their 70s. I have clients who are in high school and, and my little fourth graders who I worked with when I was in the schools who are all working on getting healthy, right? Getting mindful. And that means different things for different people. Um, But I can just tell you, like, it's been beautiful and amazing to see my clients' bodies literally transform, minds as well. My clients have increased their bone density, lost weight, released old, old habits that didn't work for them, and really embrace the beautiful people that is that is them. And, and it's really spread like wildfire. Uh, one of my clients actually goes to the church my great grandparents went to a couple decades ago here in San Diego. And all of a sudden, the whole church found out about me. And they're all I'm all I'm working with a lot of these clients one on one doing yoga, and working with someone who has three who has had three surgeries, like shoulder replacement, hip replacement, knee replacement is a very different fitness journey than someone who is 16 years old, right? Who's like, oh, I want right. to like look good for Instagram. I want to look like an Instagram model. Right. So like I'm really about my programs. We go deeper than just you looking good. It's about feeling good. It's about that lifestyle. And the thing is, when whenever when you're making a lifestyle change, three months is when a habit will be created. Six months is when it becomes a lifestyle. And so that's why working with me, it's six months, if not more, in order to really shift, increase your confidence, get get relaxed and get mindful, no matter what your situation, right? Especially during the hardest times, this is when this this work is that much more important. Get you moving and also invite your healthiest self into this world. So I, I absolutely, I do what I love, love what I do. I started doing yoga when I moved to San Diego after I lost my job, I got dumped. I also went through a, a process of of that whole, whole journey of not loving the beautiful person that is me. When I started going to yoga, Laura, I went every single day. I loved it so much. It transformed my life and I connected with such beautiful people. 
And since then, like I'm living my purpose, loving what I do. And my why is service. So I'm, I'm about whether it's serving the school, serving my clients one-on-one, doing these amazing online programs like the Unfuck Yourself coaching program. I absolutely love serving humanity and making that difference, talking to you right now. Awesome. Um, so what can you give for, I mean, you kind of dropped them in as we went, but I do want to give you a moment if you want to, to give a practice for our people to do at home. Yes, I love this. So I would invite you to find something that you absolutely enjoy doing where you move your body, whether it is walking, it is yoga, it's fitness, it's Pilates. Do that thing and also get into nature. So nature is actually shown to improve your mood, make you feel amazing inside and out. Maybe you're listening, you're, maybe you're walking in nature right now as you're listening to this podcast. That's amazing. So, so I invite you to simply move your body and take time every single day for meditation and for reflection. So for me, that means starting my day with a 20-minute meditation so that I can get in touch with source energy since the answers are within you. And then also ending my day with hypnosis, ending my day with hydration and eating right. So I invite you all to to make these amazing shifts in your lifestyle, big or small. And I know that there's no one size fits all. So do all of this or start with the smallest step of simply moving your body today, whether that's getting up right now and walking around your space. Because that will be the start of something so much, so amazing. Connect online. So we have the World Wide Web. So connect with Laura and me. Like I have amazing videos online where you can even go deeper. I post 60 second workouts all the time. I also post my hypnoses on YouTube. So go check it out on Facebook too. I'm here for you. Will you tell us those links? Go for it. Like let, let us know exactly how to find you, please. Yeah. So feel free to follow me on Instagram and that's limitless underscore Luke. And then my website is lukeyoga.com. And then I have an amazing free Facebook group. And part of the thing with joining the group is you get two free classes with me. And it's called Mindfully Sculpted on Facebook. So just search that one out. And it's an inclusive community where you can get in the best shape of your life, connect with people all over the world. And yeah, so I'd love to connect with all of you and check out. And in those, in all of those places, I have workout videos, I have meditations, and always posting love to tap into your highest self this year. I just think speaking to my former self, like I want you to know that you are worthy and you are worth an investment in your health and your happiness. And the sooner that you do this, the better. The payout will be tenfold. Committed to you, love you all so much. You are loved and so necessary. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate having you on the show. You've been listening to the Queer Body Podcast, where we are redefining the edges of queer identity and healing. For more information about Dr. Laura Polak or our podcast, check out our website, communityholistichealth.com. Thank you for listening.